0: Good morning. Hope you're all having a great start today. Today's Tuesday, July 27th, 2021. We'll go ahead and get started, touch up on the overall market, go over our economic data and get right into our main wash So hope you guys are having a great start to your day. Now let's get started on the economic data. If you guys saw into this morning, we actually did receive our durable good orders into this morning for June. It was actually 0.80% uh, versus uh, 2.10% prior. So if you're looking at the numbers into this morning, again, the durable go- good orders did uh, actually forecast 2.2%, the previous was 23 so it actually came a little bit under expectations. For those of you who don't know, it just measures the change in the total value of new purchase orders placed with manufacturers for durable goods, okay? So that's really why we wait for those core durable good uh, reports. And again, just into this morning, it was at 8.30 a.m. Looking at the rest of uh, our open, we have consumer confidence at 10 a.m., um, and then we have Richmond Fed manufacturing index at 10. And then if you look at the rest of the week for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday... Um, Wednesday, again tomorrow, we have international trade in goods advance at 8.30 a.m. That's important. GDP at 8.30, jobless claims at 8.30 on Thursday. And uh, Friday, we're looking okay. Chicago PMI and consumer sentiment at 9.45 and 10 a.m. on Friday. So again, we do have some economic data going on in this week. So take your time on the market. And again, it does get a little bit choppy. We did see yesterday, I think, uh, after the first hour, they just, you know, completely price action dried up. Momentum slowed down. Uh, on a few of those names. So it was really critical to uh, wait for those ideal setups and not overtrade. It was very, very important. Now let's get into basics on forward slash ES into this morning and uh, get into the levels that do matter. So if you're watching forward slash ES, we actually, uh, the overnight session, uh, a- Asian session was kind of confused. If you watched the European session, they actually were under pressure into this morning. Uh, we did actually make a new all-time high yesterday at forty four sixteen. Uh, .75 we'll look at the whole number at 4417 that's really where I'm looking for directional plays today so uh, I, I, after a massive move like this i'd love to see a consolidation range right now we actually uh, failed in the overnight session to take out that high so watching into this morning 4417 is my overhead resistance it'll be taking my time watching the uh, 40 uh, 4400 as the whole number that's going to be the primary support if we take out that 4400 to the downside, start revisiting that 43.96, 43.75, and 43.50. And again, when we get there, we'll keep you guys posted. But right now, the way we're looking is a consolidation to go and retest uh, potentially either that 4,400 or that 4,417. And if you break out of of that 4,417 uh, for a directional play, we'll rally about 10 handles to uh, 4,426. And then potentially to 4440 that's the uh, another all-time high again the moment we take out 4416 is originally an all-time high a new all-time high on the S&P 500 right so take your time again a lot of things are squeezing now let's get into our watch list and talk about what matters into this morning let me send you guys our first play and again uh, if you saw Tesla yesterday again a t- trip on Tesla they beat earnings yesterday again uh, free cash flow 619 million estimate was negative 319 million um, autom- autom- automotive uh, gross margin is 28%. Estimate was 26. Um, and cash equivalence is 16.23 billion. The estimate was 16.5. So these guys crushed it across the board. Again, uh, adjusting the EPS 1.45. The estimate was 97 cents. So just seeing where Tesla is, again, uh, crushed it completely across the board. Now, let's touch up a little bit on the levels that matter into this morning. I'll send you guys... My watch list, there you go. So if you're watching Tesla into this morning, take your time. Again, I'd love to see premiums to settle for five to 10 minutes. That's the most ideal. So I'm not looking to scalp the open, right? I know how we always jump momentum, but specifically post earnings uh, and post a uh, post earnings on a company like Tesla this morning, you want to wait for those premiums to settle, let them get tighter, let that spread make sense. One thing you're going to notice is the spread not making sense at the open. So get five to 10 minutes to readjust and uh, and that IV to settle down a little bit. Uh, and again, th- that's kind of a, a trade that I'd be looking for because post earnings, we you know a lot of things are on discount. If you're looking at these contracts at the money yesterday, uh, super expensive compared to this morning at the open. And again, if you guys watch that 660 and 670, there's a 10 point range. I'm not looking to trade the distribution, but I'm looking to trade directional play, right? So if it comes to 660 there's a bounce that's fantastic. If I missed the bounce there, which happened by the way before, if you missed the bounce at support, just let it bottom out. You could catch a bounce at that bottom. So, for example, support is 660, and if it breaks, it has room to five to 656. That's another bottom. So, if you miss the uh, if you miss the breakdown under that support at 660, you can wait for 656 to hit. And if at that point you're watching your tape, you're watching your order flow. If it's a bounce zone and you watch the bids are holding, you're seeing your uh, uh, buyers aggressively hold the tape. Then at that point you could play the reversal off of that second support. Uh, But it doesn't necessarily mean that that 660 is the only level we'll be watching, right? So it's very important to understand how to go about those trades. And again, if you're watching overhead resistance at 670, I'm not biased. But if this pushes to 670 and gets rejected, I'll start watching the rejection back and the distribution all the way to that 660 and potentially the breakdown under 660. It's just going to go and revisit yesterday's lows. And at that point, I'll be interested. And again, we'll be watching how this reacts uh, at PDC at previous day close. It's very, very critical. So I'd love to see, again, ideal entry is a bounce. It's not a breakout, so don't trade the breakout, again, unless you're a Momo trader or a high-risk taker. That's absolutely a different approach. But if you're a safe trader, uh, considering myself a safe trader, I'd look for an ideal bounce and wait for those premiums to settle, right? So, uh, we'll be taking my time on Tesla. And again, if this doesn't uh, provide an opportunity, we won't trade. If we see sideway action the first uh, maybe half of the day or the first 30 minutes, then won't be interested to take it on. a a trade right so that's uh tesla the open again great report looking real nice now let's touch up on some momo some momentum about roku let me send you guys here what's going on with roku all right clean trade yesterday congrats on it if you took it if you didn't take it absolutely no fomo especially on momentum plays do not FOMO yourself out they'll always come back and retest those prior levels and uh, offer you an opportunity to scale in or, or scale out of them or execute on them that's kind of what we saw in Roku yesterday right so uh, take your time on this because this can build easily to resistance and support twice a day it can hit that resistance and hit that support and bounce off of both levels and this is why t- sometimes you want to time your entry especially on momentum stocks and again yesterday if you saw what happened we had that 475 break was looking for a quick scalp to 478 and that we actually did get that uh, three-point scalp i didn't want to get greedy at the open just because i started seeing uh, the bids drop and we actually did see a quick bounce right back to that 468.52 so either or if you took the scalp at the open with partial entry and then you scalp the open that's fine you got that first target or if you waited for that 478 to hit and got rejected came back to retest support at 468 that was a better entry right so 468 was an ideal bounce and you could see it came back retested 468 and bounced to almost give or take 15 points right um, so this is again understanding how understanding yourself psychologically understanding how the price action is setting up for that trade and how to kind of execute upon it depending on how you're feeling and again depending on your risk reward ratio very very critical so if you're watching roku looks fantastic again did have a massive move for the past two days so i'm looking ideally to take bounces i'm not looking to take breakouts into this morning i'll be watching 474 and right now you guys can see try to build at 478.50, 478, 478 of the whole number. So again, it's really right now, it's not in a zone that I would love to take it. I actually wait on this just a few minutes um, and watch the open. And again, we'll be focusing on uh, momentum. If this takes out 481.50 with size, I'm going to scalp the same range that I scalped yesterday. We took this to 486 and dumped it again. So if this comes to that same range, I'm willing to take a trade. Absolutely. And we did see the rejection yesterday. If you remember, we got out at 486. And it instantly started selling off because I wasn't going to risk a breakout of all time high, especially with a momentum uh, stock like Roku, and especially seeing that IV, I think I applied volatility was close to 100%. You have 74%. So that's also another thing, right? When IV super jacked, you want to be careful uh, when you're trading names like momentum, like Roku or ZM, especially when the bid drops, it's not the best, right? So take your time on Roku, loving the setup. If this provides that momentum scalp over 481.50, if it comes back to retest support at 474, be watching that support again it bounced that range you could see multiple times yesterday but the ideal ideal support is 468 okay so that's number one uh looking real good now last but not least let's add the third play i do have on watch this will be my side watch just because i've been seeing the uh chinese stocks actually receive uh, a lot of uh, bearish flow i've been also seeing the news um and, and keeping this on watch for a while i've been watching baba since the 200 range and it had a bunch of gaps if you've noticed on the daily chart Bunch of gaps, whether it's to the upside or downside. And the moment, this gave up the whole number at 200. It just completely vanished. I mean, you guys could see it's down almost 18 points from that 200, which is a primary support at that whole number. Uh, so I'm looking to watch this already gap down. As you can see, under 190, the close PDC previous day close was 191.50, uh, 192 range. So again, we're not going to beat it more than it's already beat down. But at this point, I'm looking to see, okay, does it bounce to 182, or does it break down the 182? If it breaks down to 182, That shows me that this is complete weak. It has no support in sight. And at that point, you guys Mm -hmm. understand this is weak, but always, 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 always watch out when you're catching a uh, big drop. Uh, Again, it can turn to a falling knife. A falling knife is a continuous pattern where the stock is dropping, dropping, dropping. Sometimes you feel FOMO to jump in on the trade, but usually that trade will continue to drop. You don't know when it's gonna reverse it. That's why we call it a falling knife, because if you try to catch it, it can hurt you. Bob, the way, it's setting up right now, bearish H pattern, there's a gap under that 192. So I'd love to see what happens at 182. But if this starts flushing 182 at the open, uh, again, it's looking completely weak. And you can see what's happening on the daily chart. And of course, run your top-down analysis weekly, daily. 4-hour, 1-hour, 30-minute, 15-minute, 10-minute, and 5. And you'll notice on your weekly chart, we're actually breaking primary support as well, right? 205 was primary support on the weekly, and it's actually letting go under that range. It actually wick-filled from 205 to 200 and started to break under. So ideal trade, if this doesn't hold 182, it's going to flush. But again, I wouldn't speculate on this. It's been on a continuous downtrend uh, since the 260s. It's been almost selling off for uh, since February. Stock's been selling off since since February. So take your time on this downtrend is still intact. But if it bounces to 182, I understand it. Because you could see pre-market session, it did have a bounce, right? Again, order flow will tell you everything on the directional play. Tape will tell the story and we'll confirm it. But again, if you're looking to scalp momentum at the open, make sure you're keeping an eye on the tape. Just so you can read the tape and understand where the directional move is. If you're not scalping momentum, take your time. Let those patterns develop. Let the trade come to you, right? Uh, don't, don't drain yourself at the open first 30 minutes. Let the patterns develop and let the trade set up and we'll take on some better uh, better execution and better setups, right? Hope you guys have a fantastic day. If you guys need me, DM me. Let's make some money, team, all right? in and out, guys.